Hey hoes, welcome back to Tyler's Take, where I give my take on some of the most and some of the least controversial topics. So today, I just finished up my Atlanta reaction, review, opinion, I don't know really what you want to call it, but where we are currently at with Atlanta. So I just finished that up. That will be posted before this episode. Um, But episode four, which is this one, we are going to talk about Real Housewives of Orange County today. I think the best step moving forward is to get all the episodes out of where I feel currently with the franchises and then can kind of either follow along with seasons, jump into like love and hip hop, real world, kind of jump around the other shows and do go kind of along those lines. So I think that's going to be the best strategy moving forward. So today we're going to talk about Orange County. Um, Orange County. Hmm. Orange County is a hard one. Problem is, is Orange County is very, it's very different now. It's very different now than it was, but I can't say that it is, it's, it, it's not, I know everyone likes to rag on Orange County because Orange County was doing very well at one point. But, I mean, if we're going to be completely honest, and I think if you look at the data, it would prove that. I'm not exactly sure where Orange County fell on the list of viewership. But I'm nearly positive that Atlanta and New York were, or sorry, Atlanta and Beverly Hills had the two highest viewerships. I'm not exactly sure. I just believe that's what I, that they were the most consistent Um, So I don't know if Orange County was really ever to the pinnacle of some of the other franchises, but I will say that how the girls act now, right, isn't very off from how the franchise has always been. And I know that we like to say, right, like, oh, it's so bad now, it's so bad now, we say it, say it, say it about all the franchises, right, I think most people just say they're kind of all worse off, but in reality, I think Orange County is actually, out of all the franchises, it's pretty much the same, like it's always been, right, like, you still have, like, Tamara, they came, right, Tamara came back, okay, Shannon's been there now for however many seasons. Heather came back last season, or no, two seasons ago. I don't even remember now at this point, but she's been back for a few seasons. So this is what's interesting. I just got done with the Atlanta discussion, and one of the things I said about Atlanta was if you – they're kind of at a crossroads where they either need to completely recast or they need to make the cast largely – original or or returning housewives that have a big history with the show. And it's funny because you're almost seeing that with Orange County, right? I just got done saying that about Atlanta. And I think Orange County is kind of showing that they're doing like little bits of that to try to convince viewers to watch the show and come back. And I think the way that they brought Vicky, right? Vicky's 
playing kind of this friend of the show or making appearances. I, I, I don't know exactly, but I know that she comes back for a few scenes this this season. They're doing that because they're hoping that people that have the same view I do, where I, again, like more original cast members, they're hoping that that's going to intrigue us to come back. And, and it does, right? It does. And I know you can feel however you want about Vicky and, again, her history with the Brooks thing, whatever. But Vicky is the standard for Orange County. Vicky was an original. Vicky always held up her end of the bargain with drama. I don't remember any seasons where Vicky was not actively part of the drama or somehow in it. Like she was always either involved purposefully in it or brought into it, you know? So it's like, I feel that Orange County is kind of trying that game with, again, Shannon, Heather, Tamara. These are big hitters, right? Like, these are, if you look at Orange County, they are trying. And I don't understand why, though, Orange County is getting so much of this salvation from production, and they're letting, like, in Atlanta fall apart, right? Because if you look at Orange County... You brought some of the biggest, like when you ask someone, give me the first five names that you think of of cast with Orange County, um, Vicky, and, and when I say five, I'm saying five that made probably the biggest impact on the show, right? Vicky, Tamara, Heather, and yes, yeah, Shannon. Shannon was not really near the beginning, but when she she came in like a bat out of hell, you say, again, Vicky, Heather, Tamara, Shannon, and then fifth. I would probably give it to Gretchen, right? I would give that to Gretchen. Again, there's other women that have come along in the show that have been there maybe for a few years or did whatever, but those are the big hitters. Those are the big hitters. And again, everyone's list is going to be different, but that would probably be my list. Again, Gretchen, Vicky, Tamara, Shannon, and Heather. Oh my gosh. And I'm sorry, Kelly. I am so sorry. Kelly, I, I can't even believe I would actually replace Gretchen with Kelly in that situation. Sorry. I can't, I just completely forgot about Kelly for whatever reason. But no, Kelly was a huge hitter on Real Housewives of Orange County. Again, whether you like her or not, you like her politics, you like whatever, whatever it may be. When you're making a show, see, this is the thing. When you're making a show, the audience's feelings don't really matter. And again, I'm sure you could ask any producer this. The, the audience's feelings don't matter unless this cast member is causing such disruption with how they feel or view things that it's going to take viewership away from... It's going to take more viewership away from the show to keep them than if you got rid of them. And I and I feel, and I think that they've, they've proven this, the viewership is down since Kelly left. From the reports I've seen and information I've been getting, it has been down by, I think, a few hundred thousand since Kelly was fired from the show. So that was an example, right, of, I feel, production thinking that Kelly's views, because you could argue they're more conservative-driven, but her views were going to pull a substantial amount of 
the liberal base, which the majority of Real Housewives viewership is a liberal base, that it was going to result in a large amount of viewers leaving because they just couldn't stand to hear what Kelly was saying. What people don't understand is most people will not stop watching a show completely because one cast member doesn't have the same political views. And what I don't understand about the whole situation with Kelly, and I, and I can't even believe I forgot about Kelly, what I don't understand about that situation was is production makes the decision on what is going to go in the episode, right? So what I don't understand is production could, and, and they could have edited, Bravo could have edited the episode so much to make it look like Kelly almost had no political opinion. But instead what they did was they highlighted her views, right, her political views, and then doubled down at the reunions when they would ask her about how she felt about COVID, how she felt about, like they knew, <laughs> they knew and Andy knew well before the reunion, how Kelly felt about these topics. So they burned themselves. That was like a, a kamikaze attempt from Bravo. And I, to this day, I don't understand that. They should have never referenced anything. And they shouldn't at all. They should not go political on any of the franchises. The only one I give a pass to that they spoke about politics during was New York. And I only give it a pass because, A, it was the presidential election. It's a little bit bigger. But either way, it was a presidential election. And Carol was a journalist. And a lot of her journalism was in the political realm. So I understood why they made that such a thing because that was her literal career prior to the show. So that's it, it's different when you have someone that that's their career and you have someone that just has an opinion. We all have opinions. So what they did to Kelly was so idiotic. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was such a dumb move. And you have to, it's almost like you have to almost see, like, feel like it's personal. Because I can't fathom anyone sat there in these board meetings or production meetings and said, you know, let's make sure that we really drive home Kelly's political views because that's going to make her look good or that's going to make the show better they knew it wasn't like what they knew damn well so i think the way that they did kelly yes was dirty but also it was stupid past even the emotional or personal point of it that was such a bad business move to do what they did to kelly i, I could go on for it forever that was such a stupid thing to witness and again, Kelly was a, was a heavy hitter. Kelly would tear those girls up. I mean, she had the whole the whole cast hated her at one point. And when they did that Ireland trip, Vicky was the last person that was even somewhat on Kelly's side. And Kelly didn't even care. Kelly didn't even care to burn that bridge down in the van. And they had to take a long ass flight home, right? And she didn't even care. She didn't even care to do that, knowing that Vicky was technically her only friend left on the cast. And what people don't understand is when you are isolated and you don't have any friends left on the cast, they're probably going to get rid of you. Because the cast is going to ice you out. The cast is going to refuse to film with you. And if you have no one that wants to film with you, 
It's very hard to keep your spot on the show. And Kelly still was able to keep her spot on the show even after tearing all those girls up in that van. So the point that I'm making is that Orange County is using so many of the tactics that I've been saying they need to use for the other franchises, but they're putting it in a franchise that what I don't I don't know should be given all those resources. Like, don't get me wrong, Orange County, I think I feel some of the best seasons of Orange County, definitely yes, when Kelly was on, but also, that's why I said Gretchen originally, because when you had Gretchen, Alexis, Lynn, Gretchen, Alexis, Lynn, Vicky, and Tamara, I believe, were the active cast at the time. That was such a good season. And then the next season, I think Lynn was gone and maybe someone else. Oh, I think it was Alexis's friend, some blonde girl. More to the story, Alexis, Gretchen, Vicky, and Tamara together was such a good casting. That was such a good casting. And I just don't understand why Alexis hasn't been invited back. I don't understand why Gretchen hasn't been invited back. And I really don't understand why Kelly hasn't been invited back. Those are some moves that would make such a difference. But instead, they've invited the other girls back, like Heather, Heather, Tamara, whatever. But you can't fire. This is, this is the thing. Them also getting rid of Tamara, was, Tamara and Vicky, was a very dumb decision. That was such a dumb decision. They made some of the worst casting calls that I have seen back to back, and I can't tell you. So while Heather was gone, they got rid of Vicky. I think Vicky was first. Then they got rid of Tamara and then Kelly. How do you get rid of? <laughs> you can't make this up. How do you get rid of three and again, those three girls, if people are being honest and realistic, would agree that those three are in the top five most impactful women in the history of Real Housewives of Orange County. And you got rid of all three in a matter of, what, three or four seasons? Are you crazy? Like, I, I, I don't... And, and the problem is, then they invite Tamara back as a full-time cast member. Vicky's now still, like, a friend of or makes appearances. It's like... You can't fire her and then literally bring her back one or two seasons later after you realize you made a mistake. As a viewer, that is such a turnoff for me because she wasn't, the problem is, she wasn't gone long enough for people to really miss her. I mean, I thought, she, I feel Tamara's needed on the show, whether you like her or not. I think the drama, she goes out of her way to create drama. It literally goes out of her way. Um so I think she is needed. But the point is, how is someone going to miss someone when they've only been gone for one season or two seasons? You can't play this fire, bring back, fire, bring back. And I said this in the other podcast. If you're going to bring an original back, you can't get rid of them or they can't leave and then come back. They have to stay. Like you need to build them, them up again. You can't just bring them back and rely on their name. And that's the problem. They rely on their name to get the viewers back. And I'm sorry, no one's name in its own right is big enough to salvage a show and not have to do anything to salvage it. It's not. And it's sad because I, I feel like production 
doesn't understand the moves that they're making. Like I just, and again, obviously they know more information than I do behind the scenes, but from a viewer's perspective, you cannot get rid of these women, bring them back, make it seem like they weren't even gone, which I mean, they didn't do that. Tamara, I think mentioned in a few of her confessionals, like, oh, it's good to be back, whatever. So it's not that they didn't do that, but they tried to give her like this big warm, like this big, um, she's back scene. Like she's on the motorcycle and she's coming back and whatever. How, how am I going to like care that much when it's only been like two seasons she's been gone? You know, I mean, maybe a little bit more. I I don't know the exact number, but it doesn't seem that long. And Heather, though, Heather coming back was clever. The way they brought Heather back, the way she, it's been long enough, people did actually miss Heather because Heather does make a big impact on the show. Whether you like her or not, she makes a big impact. And I think if they really want to salvage the show, they can't keep fumbling casting the way that they do. Like, if you're going to bring them back, you should have brought... Tamara and Vicky should have came back together. No if, ands, or buts. There should not have been Tamara back and Vicky now plays the sidelines. Like, people, there are viewers that love Vicky and there's viewers that love Tamara. But you actually don't... Like, it, they're, they're such different personalities, Vicky and Tamara, that, like, if you want to get that viewer base back, you can't just bring one. Because I know there are people that will watch the show just for Vicky. I know there are people that watch the show just for Tamara, right? But a lot of viewers, if you just bring them both back, you're getting both. You're getting both the viewers. You're getting both of of that grouping of viewers that are loyal that were loyal to the show. Because most people that like Tamara and Vicky were like Orange County loyalists because they know that personal opinions to the side how important vicky and tamra were for building the foundation of the show i mean when you look at how tamra came on the scene tamra started getting that front picture like when they're when they're doing their intros and they line them up i mean i think her first season she was already in the middle and that doesn't happen that does not happen first season girls usually do not get the middle picture and then from that point forward vic tamra was either in the middle again or she was like off to the left or right. But either way, she was always a vocal point in some capacity. Kelly, Kelly, same thing. When Kelly came on the show, she was always in her seasons either in the middle or to left or right, but she was never like thrown to the side because because she made such an impact. And you have to look at those moments. Look at the girls that they're putting in the center and focusing on because it's clearly that even the production knows how important their role has been on the show. And I think for Orange County, they're already halfway there. They're already halfway there on getting the cast that they need to completely not only salvage the show, but get it going again. Like, I think Orange County, and I'm serious, I really do think Orange County could see even more viewership than it ever has if they cast, right? Listen, this is the cast. I'm telling you, if this was the cast, they're in. They keep... The Trace, Trace Amigas, right? You keep Shannon, Vicky, and I can literally see this almost being couch separations. Vicky, Tamara, and Shannon, right? Keep Heather, because I think Heather actually represents Orange County in terms of like glitz and glam. I think you need, yeah, I think you need that kind of like higher end societal person. All right, so you keep Heather. There's four. Kelly, you need Kelly back. And then for six, because they can get away with six. I think even sometimes they have seven 
Actually, don't they have seven this season? Wait. Tamara, Jen. Tamara, Jen, Heather. Jen, Heather, Taylor. Emily, Gina. And Shannon. Emily. I think they have seven this season. So they can get away with seven. So if you have... Per oh, this would be gold. Trace Amigas. Heather. Kelly. That puts you at five. Right? Trace Amigas. Heather, Kelly, five. You get Gretchen and Alexis. Dude, you get Gretchen and Alexis, Heather and Kelly, and then the Trace Amigas. That show is gold. I am telling you right now, that show, unstoppable. Unstoppable. I think if they casted that the way that I just put it, I'm not kidding, it would be my number one. It would be number one. That would be, because you know why, you have to look at what you would be getting out of it. You cast like that, you get Heather and Kelly going back and forth again because their personalities are so different. There's no way in hell. <laughs> There's no way in hell Kelly and Heather are ever going to be friends. And outside of the show... I'm nearly positive. Again, I'm. I'm. This is allegedly, but I'm nearly positive. Heather has tried to sue or threaten to sue or whatever or a gag order to Kelly and Rick, her husband, at some point. I don't know all the details, but I'm nearly positive that has happened. That would you talk about that, right? You bring them back. That is a that is a focal point of conversation. You bring back Gretchen and Alexis. Gretchen and Alexis. Oh my gosh, like they're, they're, they had their issues at the tail end when they didn't come back. So there's almost still kind of these residual conversations. The same way I talked about Phaedra and Candy, you have these residual like conversations that could take place on camera. And whether they've had them already off camera, you just have it again. No one knows. Have the damn conversation again. That would get that cast... Dude, I'm telling you, that cast would save the show and, and not just save it. It would, the show would flourish. And not you have it one season, enough with casting these random girls, right? Because I know that casting gives you so much content to work with. You could get at least four to five seasons of that cast and not even need to look out outside of that. Not even need to look outside of it. They are just, set. that would be such a good casting. And what I don't understand is, again, these girls are not going to say no. If you can get, right, because you get someone like Heather to come back. You get someone like Vicky. Vicky doesn't really need the money. Don't get me wrong. It's a great check, I'm sure, especially for her. But she has her successful insurance business. She doesn't need it. If you can get these girls to come back, you're going to tell me. You're, you're going to tell me that Gretchen and Alexis wouldn't come back? Please. I'm sorry. You could probably offer Gretchen and Alexis a drink and a dream, right? And, and not drink because they're like not saying like they're an alcoholic or anything. I'm, I'm trying to say that these those girls – I don't have one doubt in my mind would come back with whatever. I mean, and not whatever. I mean, if it's only like $5,000 an episode, no, they wouldn't come back. But you could get them back with not the highest bidding, right? 
Kelly would probably force more because Kelly Kelly knows what happened to the show when she left. But you you could get those three girls back at probably because if if you think about it this way, Emily and Gina have now been there for X amount of seasons. So they're they they've clearly gotten raises every season they've come. Whatever you're paying Gina and Emily, you could probably get away with paying um, Gretchen and Alexis. Seriously, and probably even less. You could probably pay Gretchen and Alexis less, and it's not saying anything about their value, right? So I don't want my, the, when I talk about pay to make it seem like someone's more important than someone else. I'm using it in comparison to longevity on the show and what you're bringing to the show and what you've brought to the show. And I think at this point... Heather and Alexis, if you add up their seasons, either are right at the same amount as Gina or Emily, or maybe even one or two less than what Gina and Emily have contributed to the show. So, I mean, really, Gretchen and Alexis wouldn't be able... They could they could push for it, but I don't see Bravo giving them significantly more than what they pay Emily and Gina. I just don't see it. Kelly would be the one that would have to be paid more, but if you offer... Gretchen and Alexis less than what you've been paying Emily and Gina, that money you saved can now go towards paying Kelly. And now you also get rid of like Jen, right? And now that saves you money. You could get this cast with the same budget they have now. I'm serious. You could get the same damn cast. And I don't get why we haven't done it. And I say we like as if I have a decision. But seriously, I don't get how they don't think that would work. Like that would be so, I mean, even look at, I mean, just quick things off the top of my head. You have Tamara and Gretchen that would have, would have beef probably, I'm sure. Gretchen or Tamara and Alexis would have beef again, I'm sure. Heather, Heather had beef with, or not beef, but Heather and Alexis had a bit of turmoil about the whole pretentious thing and whatever years ago. I mean, all of, there's so many options and opportunities for storylines of drama within the cast that is real and authentic that wouldn't have to be made up because this is years long that I'm sure never got resolved like this would be the cast and again Heather and Heather and Kelly would take the cake for like season one drama right and you could even kind of like sporadically bring back the other girls. Even if you did like, you have Kelly come for the full season and then maybe halfway through the season, you drop Gretchen in the mix. And then like last two episodes, you bring Alexis in. And then that kind of like cliffhanger of, oh, sh like what drama is going to happen now with Gretchen and Alexis being back? You save it. You save it because they're on the cast now. You save it for the next season and you say, and market it like that. If you want to see, you know, Gretchen and Tamara go at it after all these years, stay tuned because we're already filming next season. Like you can use that as your cliffhanger to get two right off the top, two phenomenal seasons. Just stagger their entrance on the show, right? Still same season because you can market it. That's what that's where you get the viewers you market it like they're there the whole season but you sit you you stagger their entries until the end and you also save money that way because you're only having them come in for half the season or a quarter of the season so it's like it's so easy and again i know these girls would come back i just don't i don't understand 
this whole idea of consistently casting new girls. And it's like, again, season one, you're not going to get anything that great out of season one for most, for most women because they're still trying to understand who's who. They're trying to figure out what team or alliance they're going to connect with. So they're not really season one. Season one, you can't really get a good vibe or feel off of the girls. Only, I would argue, the breakout stars. And if someone's going to be a breakout star, you're going to know that probably season one. And I know that you can try to argue, well, no, this person really came through a few seasons later. Yes, but I think that you see you see the ability within them. Like Portia, again, Portia was with Cordell. She was a ho- le- legitimate, legitimate housewife. But she didn't let up on Kenya. You're, you're going to tell me season one, Portia got walked over. I mean, yeah, she let certain things go. But she was still no, no, no doormat. You know, so you can argue, yes, Portia, maybe once once she went through a divorce and all that, really got to be a little bit more of herself. You still, I still knew from the moment Portia was on there that she was going to be gold. So it's like, yes, you Housewives should get more than one season. But at the same time, how many seasons do you give someone when you say enough is enough? Like, they're really just not bringing it. And like... Jen, for example, on this season, I think she's a great person. I get really good energy from Jen. And again, I'm never going to, I'm not going to talk bad about anyone on this podcast. But what I will say is if someone ever, ever stood up, drunk or not, and whipped, not even tossed, whipped a fucking, excuse my language, whipped a dirty ass napkin at my face. Oh, I'm it's over. At that point, I am lunging so far over that t- production wouldn't even know what hit them. The moment that napkin would have even made con- I'm probably not even made con- the moment it was seen flying across the table. I would have been already past the napkin and you know what? I'm not going to say details. Not but so the fact the moment I see someone get hit with a napkin or any object and they kind of just sit there. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I I I that, I, that can't happen. So I feel like at this point, because this is the thing too, this is the other part of why that that happens, that people overlook. It's intimidating. You are a new girl with a cast that already knows each other for years and seasons, because Jen was really the only new girl this season, that knows each other for years and years, and you have to almost act like you've been there the whole time. That's scary. It's high school all over again, but for grown adults, that is a scary thing. It's intimidating. So unless you're like a Kelly who doesn't care, which is how, you, which is what you need to be on a reality TV show, unless you're like Kelly who doesn't care about how these women are going to view you, you're going to let things slide. And I don't want to watch a girl get bullied. I'm not watching these shows to watch someone get bullied. That's horrible. I want you to stick up for yourself in any of the situations. So it's like, uh, I think Orange County, they're close, they're halfway. Orange County is halfway to getting the right cast. And I think they're gonna bring Vicky back. I do feel that way. I do feel like they'll bring Vicky back, but they still have more to go. They need to get rid of, I'm so, and again, it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal, but I, you need to make space. So again, it's nothing personal, but you need to make space for the other girls. And I think the rest of the cast needs to go other than like Trace Amigas and Heather so that we can get Kelly Gretchen and Alexis back. I think that is a powerhouse cast. 
and I don't see anything go. I like I see getting so much content out of that. So that guys and girls is my view on Orange County at this moment. So again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Again, if you have not, please go back and listen to it. The Atlanta, Jersey, and my personal podcast about my sexual orientation and faith. So thank you guys. Love you. Bye.